Hello. Yo, can you hear me now? Oh, yes, I can. All right. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome to JavaScript Jam Live. We do this every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Today, however, we're doing it at 11.30 Pacific Standard Time so we can have our awesome friends at MillionJS join us for some awesome conversation today. How exciting is that? That's awesome. Really exciting. Anthony, what do you think? It's super exciting. I got to switch out my AirPods real quick so you keep going. No worries. All right. So I just want to briefly say, whether you're a beginner or whether you're advanced in the world of web development, it doesn't matter. We want to hear from everybody. That's right. Everybody. Each and every single one of you. Why? Because... It is that much more fun, right? I'm sure you've heard the term, the more the merrier. Let's make this merry. <laughs> yes. Awesome. So whether you're a beginner, whether you're advanced, it don't matter. Request to come up, ask questions, statements, comments, opinions, facts, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. Cool. We got this Aiden. Dance. Yeah, here's Aiden. And this is your chance to come up and ask questions about Million Jazz. It's going to be a good time. All right. So we've got Aiden here with us today. Yeah, buddy from Million JS. Hey. Um, hey, hey. Can you <laughs> oh, what's up, man? We yeah. can. We can hear you. I'm going to go cool. ahead and real quick just uh, do the introductions. I'll do myself, then Anthony, and then Aiden. You can come in, and we'll, we'll go from there. So my name is Scott Stanley, and I am the technical community manager at Edgeo, and I am a co-host of this here podcast. Anthony, what's up? My name is Anthony Campolo, and I'm a developer advocate at Edgeo. Super excited for this episode. We got Aiden and potentially Toby. We'll see. Hey, I'm Aiden. Um, I'm the creator of MillionJS, and I'm tuning in from actually right next to the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> Nice. How long are you there for in SF? I'm here for around till basically till Friday, but today's just okay. like looking around. I'm going to just you know. miss you. I'll be there in like two weeks. No. Is it for open sauce by chance? Uh, Kind of. I'm doing a hmm. secret sauce video and also just doing some stuff kind of like with my family. There's no like events really. Although I might go to some meetups if they're around. Gotcha. That's cool. Yeah, maybe it's like the first time I'll be on a show where there's like a whole film crew filming you for the interview. Have you seen The Secret Sauce? I have. It is so good. Yeah. (laughs) You'd be a good guest. No, I I don't even know how they do it. Production value, baby. Mm -hmm. What are you saying, Um, No, I'm just saying it's really cool. Uh, I remember I watched the, gosh, it was like the video with a React team member or something. That one was really good. Um, I forgot who it was, though. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, I forgot who the creator is. Ian um, Sutherland? Yeah, they're, they do... They're really good at that. <laughs> that might be it. But yeah, no. Open Sauce, super great. I'm actually talking with uh, Brian to get him to come on, show us some stuff for the podcast. But uh, you should explain what is Million JS. Sure, yeah. 
Um, in this current state, Million.js is a tool that can make your React slash Next.js frontends faster. Um, what I mean by that is essentially it uses something called a, a virtual DOM, but it's faster than the React virtual DOM. And essentially you can react your, or wrap your components in this block function to make them faster, um, kind of like a higher order component. Um, it's mainly used in like performance sensitive cases, especially where you have a lot of client rendering. Um, but we're looking into how we can provide a suite of tools um, to help you know, React developers make faster applications. Yeah, um, and we did um, a podcast with you not too long ago. I'll drop a link to that. Um, it was really good. We got good numbers on it for our channel as well. So the hype, the hype is real. Let's go. <laughs> a million views soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um you should talk a little about like you're a, a college student right yeah uh i'm going what do you to study computer science i mean of like you do yeah i was looking into i was like i was thinking about it like did i i, I was thinking of doing like media studies to do something fun because like at this point that like, would have been really a really bad matter. idea <laughs> <laughs> Did you do really glad I didn't do that. I just got a music degree. Uh, I see, I see. Yeah. yeah. Media studies could be good if you have a school that has really cutting edge teachers and equipment and industry connections. That's like 1% of all schools. I see. Yeah. I, I picked UW because, you know, CS program is pretty good. And also, um, there are a lot of labs exploring like data visualization. If you've ever heard of D3.js, that comes from oh yeah UW yeah UW's labs so that's cool because cool you're gonna get the same CS curriculum at every college in the country so like it's really it's yeah. stuff like that that matters exactly yeah it's, it's something like I mean visualization is cool right because uh, it's something that kind of is important like um, if you've ever you got some echo coming through Aiden I think. Oh, got you. Something or other. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, should I continue? Yeah, yeah. I think we just got me and Scott. We gotta make sure we stay muted when he's talking. No problem. Um, yeah, yeah. Like if you looked at the New York Times, um, they do like lots of visualizations, and one of the one of the thing that things that UW works on or University of Washington works on is you know visualization frameworks and how we can make them fast, very accessible present a lot of things that type of thing yeah, yeah sorry can... i'm posting links and stuff at the same time but yeah no um you you may have mentioned him, but um do you know brett victor i uh, i'm not familiar so he's known for having these like really epic youtube talks and being one of the first people to think really deeply about how visual programming tools can be used as like teaching tools and just like thought tools and like the type of stuff I think you would really dig. I'll share some of this stuff with you. He's also funny as hell. <laughs> oh, he's the, he's the dynamic land guy. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I know the one thing I know him for is like, he like posts update and as like an image with like a post-it note, which I thought was really cool. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, he has this one video called Inventing on Principle that 
really blew mm-hmm. my mind. But yeah, you should um, get a little more into kind of like the what was the thing that inspired you to build Million? How did you identify this kind sure, of like sure. highly niche React kind of problem? Yeah, um, the core vision behind Million is that we like developers should be using great tools and not have to worry about the user experience. Like one thing that React is really good at is that it provides, I mean, I guess it's a little bit controversial now, but React is really good at is it provides great developer experience um, at the trade-off of user experience, um, oftentimes on low-end devices. Um, Of course, now there's, you know, tons of Svelte fanatics going like, oh, Svelte is so much better, and maybe it is in some aspects. Svelte's very old (laughs) news. It's all about solid. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And so, Million's principle is like, what if we can uh, have our cake and eat it? We can have great developer experience, we can have great user experience, and we can use React. Um, and so that's kind of what the driving principle behind it is. Um, Though the current form of it is uh, essentially, you know, like a little virtual DOM replacement um, in which you can have faster client rendering. Um, and yeah, it, I think it's cool to work on these things. It's really complicated, but and there's lots of problems, but it's it's really cool, and you should check it out. Um, what what has been the thing that has been the most unexpected about getting involved in open source that kind of like caught you out of the blue? Oh yeah, um, definitely. Like I, it's very overwhelming. <laughs> like uh, yes, yes. Yes, as someone who comes from like a very, uh, like I literally used to just tinker on my computer alone and I would work on like random web things. Like I literally made like before Million, like the project right before I did with Million, I made like a uh, a screenshot or like a selfie tool with HandsFreeJS, which is like a AI library thing that you don't need to use learn AI for. And like every time you threw up like a middle finger, it would take a picture. And I called it like fingers up camera capture. And so like I was working on like the funny. yeah, weirdest fucking projects. And so uh with Million, it's I found it's like it's not just engineering, right? Um and you have to like think about the people who use it and like how you like uh talk to the community or like grow a community. There's just so many like or like even like how do you make this sustainable with funding like there's so much more to think about um than just engineering it's if you could sweet. contact aiden day one when he started this project what we do tell him that you know now mm-hmm. gosh <laughs> don't do nice. this good question <laughs> <laughs> give up now that's hilarious <laughs> no no i for real though it's it's been like a really valuable experience like i think day one Definitely, like, don't overwork yourself. Like, um, for for me, I, I like sometimes, like, I don't know. I'm when I work on a problem, it's I spend like a very sustained period of time, which means like I start at like twelve a.m. and I end at twelve p.m. and that's throughout like that's my like. Eventually, that becomes my my daily cycle, and so I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Like, make sure you set your boundaries um, because 
if you don't, then your project will like consume you. But when you're vibing, you're vibing. That's true. <laughs> That's so true. Though. That's true, though. But the vibes, Scott, the vibes. Yeah, of course. Right. Awesome. Cool. And then who, like people who come to Million, what is it that excites them about it? I think, I think people, people are just kind of tired of React. And I don't think it's the React team's fault necessarily. It's just like there's there's not much of like a performance culture around front end like teams. Um, what I mean by that is that people, it's like pe- I'm not saying people don't like performance. Like everyone will want performance for free. It's been a slow like, roll. I feel like the community has started caring more and more over the last like five to ten years as the people started yelling louder and louder about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. But I still think that's like the like a very like small percentile, like maybe five to percent, five to ten percent. Like essentially the people on Twitter, right? And the rest are like, Oh yeah, I've heard of Svelte. I haven't used it yet. Um I think people are just tired of slow stuff and they're ready for something new. Um and React isn't ready to give that yet. Word. Cool. And something that we had talked about on the podcast that I thought was pretty interesting is this like debate about whether to make a meta framework, what that would mean, whether you can kind of plug into other tools and just kind of like how to flesh mm-hmm. out the, the server side story here. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a lot of work to do. Um, the thing about what Million tries to solve is um, what, what I've been thinking about is Million solves a lot of like front-end performance problems um but like only like a niche front-end performance problem and the reason people are hesitant to adopt it is because they don't know like what the trade-offs are um and there are trade-offs to it right like if you use a sorted rendering um this might happen or like whatever and so one thing we're fleshing out is like how can you make this more stable where there is no downside and there is only upside to this (laughs) so like million js it's a free lunch exactly like that's exactly what we want to make it um we're also thinking about like how can we make this not just front-end performance right because most performance issues aren't front-end issues and that's what a lot of people like don't think about it's a lot of issues are like data slash infrastructure issues or like specifically the connection between your backend and your front end um i'm sure like most at least for me like I was uh, I was working at a company and I was shipping like two megabytes worth of icon packs <laughs> to the front end. And that was the reason our website was slow, not because we were using React. Um, and so thinking thinking about how million we can adapt uh, the million project or expand the million project to performance issues like that um, is also interesting thought. Basically, what if we could create like a suite uh, like a performance stack where um, instead of trying to look on Google for whatever tools you have a stack for you to use. Yeah. I saw someone posted a million stack that had like GraphQL stuff in it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was a joke or not a joke, or like a joke that was kind of serious. No, no. <laughs> I think, uh, what was his name? Uh, Nate, right? 
Yeah. Does anyone use think, GraphQL was... with Million? You know what? I could, I wouldn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't be that. Yeah, like it. All it is is you're just sending a string over the wire with a query in it. Like there's, it's you can do GraphQL in literally any front framework or vanilla JavaScript. It's like actually the simplest mm-hmm. thing in the world. Yeah, I remember using a, uh, what's this? What's it called? Urkel, right? Or U yeah. QRL? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have to, you know, spend some time digging into the back end. <laughs> I'm still stuck in this little JavaScript niche front-end world. So how do you want to expand then? What do you want to start learning? I think one of the interesting things to think about is, I mean, it's kind of a natural thing, but RSC, like, how um, sorry, didn't say, how can we make, like, uh, so wait, let me rewind a little bit. I just lost my train of thought. Um, no, you're good. Talking about RSC. That's like a topic in itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, how can we um, transition million into an RSC world? Um, and I think it's already some applicable, like, million scope pre-RSC is pretty wide, and RSC eats up, like, a little bit of million scope. And so thinking you- about how we can... Can you say more about that, how it eats up some of the scope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, RSC provides essentially like nested islands. Like if you can think about like certain parts you can designate as static and certain parts you can designate as client or like, sorry, server and client, right? Um, and so you, you don't need to render certain parts of the user interface over and over again with RSC. Um, but million scope and application isn't necessarily the server components, right? It's it's where the client components are. It's like um, the 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 whole the whole point is like when the shit hits the fan, you need to render a bunch of times. Then what do you do? Um, and that's what you do, right? You have to use million, or you you could use million in this case. Um, and so, but what if we could expand it to more than that? Like, what if we could? It already works with RSC, but only client components. But like, what if we could? Think about how we can improve hydration using this uh, methodology or um, stuff like that. Yeah, I love the hydration topic. I got really into it like two years ago when Astro mm-hmm. was like first coming out and um, React so we struggled with it for sure. Yeah. Also like resumability with Quick, that is like a whole other like crazy wizard- wizardry thing to look into. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you should definitely get in touch with Mishko if you're not already. Yeah, what they're doing is super impressive. Uh, yeah, we've had them on our show a bunch of times. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll definitely look at those. Um, yeah, I mean... So what's some other yeah. stuff you're excited about with the project? Oh, man. Funding is so much fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah, let's talk about that. How are you approaching that? Where can people uh, give you money? It is okay. I think I think I'm like really bad at asking for money. Because I like Everyone I give Aiden like... money right now. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> I think okay, so I wrote like a sponsored pitch out. I was like, This is I've been working on this for two years. Like, you can help me do this, you can help the project do this. But, like, one thing I was missing was, um, like, what are the goals I have for it, right? Like, 
one thing I'm thinking the about. work on more open source. <laughs> yes. Like, well, like the whole like uh, product vision type thing. Like, okay, what you're going to achieve? Like, what is my money going towards? Um, like thinking about how your food. I find that. <laughs> you, can, you can eat now. So I can eat. <laughs> yeah, I think someone made like, it was like hella funny. Like, uh, what is it? It was like a tweet, like a tweet, the one like, go sponsor Aiden. He's literally working for $90 a month on a project. <laughs> it was funny as hell. Um, yeah, yeah, funding is definitely a challenge. Uh, like, right now I'm looking, there, there's a bunch of options, right? Like, do we go sponsored open source? Do we go, uh, like, do we, how do we monetize it or productize it? Um, and the real problem with, like, with this is, and this is more of a rabbit hole, but, like, our project isn't stable enough to be, there, there's friction in some adoption, right? Especially in large applications. And so we need to stabilize it. But in turn stabilizing it, there's no way to monetize it. And so there's no <laughs> funding source. And so basically it's, re- it's resorted to sponsors, right? And that's essentially just very difficult to raise money off of. So it's like, it's sort of a chicken and egg problem. Like, do you, how do you, get money but also how do you stabilize it so you get people that are willing to give you money yeah i would look for company sponsors that could pitch in a bit more because this is something that you know like blitz before brandon bear i was literally just gonna bring up brandon yeah before he had his own company you know he was like getting sponsored by Vercel and create t3 app gets sponsored by Vercel and there's like astro mm. funds things or gets funded or there's there's definitely ways now where companies, they, they want to both support it because they want you to build stuff for their platform, but they also want to be seen as supporting the community. Obviously, no one has money right now, so that's kind of an issue. Yeah. But, um, People have money. It's just where are they going to put it? Do they see the value in what you have to offer? You know? <clears throat> and so uh, one thing I would think about, too, maybe is listening to uh, Brandon's first ever in-person interview mm-hmm. that he just did with Tech is Black, I think it is. But the, yeah. Anyway, that's, he talks about his journey from uh, that to you know getting funding and everything like that. But, yep. Totally. I'll definitely take a look. Um, you said tech. Okay, got you. Yeah, I'll look it up. Tech is new black. I think it says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right, I just gave you five bucks. Hey, thank you for the donation. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's not. Where can people give you money? Link to the jumbotron. <laughs> oh, no. Click that link: GitHub.com forward slash sponsors forward slash Aiden. Buy. Is there that how it's pronounced? Yep, you got it. Sweet, Aiden. Buy with a Y in between Aiden and Buy. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't forget Aiden Buy. Don't forget the Y <laughs> before the Buy. What's that, Burn Nifty? Hey, what's up? Yeah, I was just going to say uh, I'm contributing five bucks to Tayden. I've never actually I've never actually even contributed to anyone, but I was just felt so compelled because like I feel like he changed the whole game. It's like everybody's like it it is the answer to all the arguments of like React's performance because it's the best DX. But then like he then he just comes and changes the whole game like he's like brings in this like this basically a new render or whatever. um, And and enables like this amazing performance that can like match any of these other ones. 
So it's like you can have your DX, you can have your cake and eat it too. You know, you can have your DX and your performance. So just amazing. It's like, yes, it's totally no brainer. I, I mean, I only have five bucks cause I'm unemployed at the moment, but, um, it's like, that's, <laughs> that's pretty sweet. <laughs> Given my own, you have no income. No yeah, joke. yeah. Like that even, yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, I would, I would, I would like to go all in. Like if there's there's, there's, there's such a deep view. This guy, this guy is so future is so bright. He needs sunglasses. <laughs> Something to think about also, you know, this can be worth pursuing or not, but like kind of trying to get your sponsors in on like the development of either like the framework itself or kind of like features being like, here's like sneak peeks, like things I'm working on. Cause then like they yeah. kind of feel like that they feel like they get to see stuff early and then they're more inclined to like actually put eyeballs on it and give you some feedback. And then you can kind of create more of a tight knit thing that it doesn't always work out, but it's like a thing to yeah. consider. Like Tanner yeah, did like that. Building in public, br- bringing them in the loop, you know, uh, all that. Yeah. People want to feel like they're a part of something. I said that before, I think, on our podcast, right? People want to feel like they're a part of something. If you make them feel like they're a part of it, then they're going to help you grow it and they're going to help you, they're going to, you know, be more invested either time or money. And Jason, and, and, did you just give $5 too? Uh, no, I did not, but maybe. Well, you got to peer pressure. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? I, I was just uh, the the thing that was uh, I remember the, the what this is bringing to mind is you know Mil- Million JS looks awesome, so great work, Aiden. Um, I'm just thinking back to the uh, you know back in the way back machine to uh, Lodash and uh, John David Dalton who uh, spent a bunch of time building out that library to as a drop in replacement for um, underscore, you know because underscore was the the thing that everybody used for jQuery utilities and but it was super slow and had a whole bunch of inefficiencies in it and then he came along and was obsessed with micro optimizations and, and, and released Lodash and then rode that wave for a, a number of years but anyway that was just uh, what I, what I uh, memories of the open source community sounds like there may be a wave you might be able to ride for a few years Aiden oh easily <laughs> just, just don't, just yeah, don't. The next out. library is called that. Just, just don't get burned out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that is actually surprisingly very easy to do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like a lot of it is. Um, I guess like, uh, first of all, thank you so much. But um, it's um, a lot of it is like, how to like, like I, I guess it's because. Go ahead. Yeah, it's like it's mostly like. I don't know what I'm doing, kind of. And so it's, like, really difficult to... Well, there's no model uh, for this. I guess the, like, no one's really done this yeah. before. That's why I'm saying don't yeah. try and, like, pin yourself down to, like, certain deliverables because that's how you get overwhelmed. Just be like, I'm going to keep working on this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find ways to kind of get people involved. And if people want to support that, they can support that. And, like, that's, I think, how you should kind of think about it for now, at least. Yeah, and you should go on Nick Taylor's show with him. Nicky yeah, yeah. Because uh, he's all about that. Have you been on Learn with Jason? You? Right, that too. I haven't. Yeah, yeah I just want to I can hook you up with some some streamers. You got to be on Teach Gen Tech. You got to be on what else? I, I, know, I know them all. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I'm, yeah definitely. Um, also, just like a side note, I'm always impressed with like, developer educators <laughs> like it's so hard to teach um like even like just teaching like two like two things like million has two features you can use a block function 
or you can use a four component. Like teaching those features is already hard enough. Um, like, like developer education is really hard. I'm like very much respect for them. That's been my whole my whole game this whole time. I was like, because I told you I got a music <laughs> degree, it was a music music education degree, mm-hmm. so I kind of parlayed that with some light technology into a job. And yeah, knowing how to teach is really important. I'm gonna link your blog posts, which are great. You have a 404 though for reconciling React. Just so you know. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> time to fix that. Um, that's the thing with Nextra. Like, if anyone uses Nextra here. Like, I don't know, like, for some reason, every time I make a build, it, like, has some, like, meta cache file. Is it using ISR? I don't know. That's a good Because this thing happened with the FS Jam podcast website, which is on Vercel, and every time I put a new episode up, it would instantly break it. And I'm like, Chris, why does he keep doing this? And it did it for, like, two months, and I'm so mad. (laughs) Right? Do you you have to, like, clear the build? You wrote a freaking webhook to fix it. I don't even know. Dude, just she's Astro. Like, oh my gosh. ship a static site, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fun times. But yeah, I like um. You have the virtual DOM back and block post and the behind the block, and it's like they're both really meaty, in depth articles that basically like lay out the whole the whole vision. I think every project should have like at least a couple good blog posts like this to just give the baseline explanation. That's probably why it's helped it take off so people can go and just look at that and like, okay, I, I get it. Like, it's all laid out right here. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Like, one thing I don't really like, but I, not like, but I wish that more projects have, especially with like SolidJS or, I mean, SolidJS is pretty good, but like Svelte, Whatever. They lay out how their architecture works, so other frameworks can kind of learn from it. Um, Readme-driven like development, baby. Exactly, right? Like, the thing with Million is, like, I want people to copy Million. Like, like, people should make a better Million than Million and ship that and, like, make people use it, right? Like, or, like, in internal companies, they should use this blog, which is something that works for them. This uh, is like the just gate cap. This is like with Tesla. People will say like Tesla wins not if he's the only electric car company, but if every company becomes an electric car company. Exactly. Yeah. If more people use it, more people distribute it, more people it's well and well known, it's more trusted, it's more everything, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Totally. What's up, Jason? Well, uh I actually question if we want to get into the, the details. Mm-hmm. Go for uh, it. Yeah, so look, I haven't tried Million yet, but uh, the the main crux, you know, what, what you talk about this for replacing your maps with with the four component. Mm-hmm. Uh, so can you talk? And I was trying to read through the documentation a little bit, uh, but since you're on the call, uh, can you talk to that about uh, talk, why is that so important? Because most React apps are full of these array maps, so and that's kind of like the way everybody does it. So. If, right. if we're going to go replace a bunch of code, what, why? Yeah. Okay. So imagine we have like special rendering for this. Uh, and because like React has like uh, optimized this rendering through when you assign a key to it. Um, but the way they do it is not that great. So we have a better way to do it. <laughs> uh, 
this this way allows you to like reconcile blocks more like very efficiently. Um, uh, for what it's worth, uh, you can use a rate map inside a block. It just won't be automatically compiled to a floor. Uh, but if you use like a for inside a React component, we don't know where the scope is, right? You can use it if you just use like an array dot map inside a normal React component. We don't have control over that. But if you use like a for component there, then it will work. Um, essentially, it's just like you can use array map, but it is only used inside blocks, and we want consistency through our, uh, you know, UI stuff, you know. Cool. So it's actually using a, a a for loop as opposed to an array map under the covers. That's cool. Mm -hmm. right. Basically, yeah, it's just yeah. If you imagine array map, so like the array map works like uh, you you just like generate the entire array and you compare the arrays, uh, the old like the previous and the current array you just generated, um, and that's kind of inefficient, right? Like you don't want to keep Diffing those two things, so we don't do that under the hood. Um, uh, that way, it saves memory and is a little bit faster. And you're saving yourself a number of function calls. Exactly, that's cool. Yeah, it would have been nice if React uh, kind of had that from the from the get go. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I think like. Like from my understanding, they 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 are focusing on like this whole how do we prevent re-rendering thing. Um, and, like a couple years ago, I remember they hired Dominic, who, who now works on the Spell team, to like um, explore how we, how they can make React faster. And I, I'm sure they made some improvements, but like there's just like a lot of things that could be better. Um, that yeah. By design. Yeah, it's the situation where you can't stop and rewrite 10 years of the entire thing. So they're kind of, they can yeah. only make changes within a certain bounded set of things. And so they can improve performance in certain ways. But once you actually stop and re and this is the point with Quick, you know, and to solve to a certain extent, you're just like, right. you, you got to change the paradigm itself. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I mean, I guess that's where RSC and like forget come in, but. It's, it's just, like, hard to say. Forget is really cool, though. If you haven't checked that out. talk about I Forget. Think... What makes it cool? Yeah, okay. I haven't used Forget because I can't. But there there is um, there is a project called Forgetty, like Spaghetti, but Forget. Um, it's by one of the solid contributors. Um, it's really cool because, like, the way we kind of understand it I mean, like, in principle, it's just a memo compiler, right? Like, how can we just memo, memo stuff and it doesn't re-render as much? Um, but the cool part of it is that you can essentially, like, imagine all of the runtime hooks we have now and compile it down to two APIs, memo and then something else, like ref. I don't know what Forgetty uses. Essentially, we can, like, quote-unquote, unlock hooks. And so all of the rules of hooks we have right now like you can't use like use state after a conditional return or like you can't use something hook and effect or whatever aren't aren't um problems anymore because you can compile those away and so maybe in a future version of react they can consider removing rules of hooks 
um, because you have access to a compiler. I still just find it silly that anyone uses use effect these days. Like every single framework has that data fetching abstraction now. So I'm just I haven't used like, I haven't written use effect in probably two years. <laughs> it's there. Oh my I'm God. just not it's writing there. it. I'm just not writing it. Is uh isn't use effect still useful for loading that initial data? Even if you're doing something like uh, the last time I wrote a, an app for like React query. The use effect was the way to load that initial data because well, React query is use effect. This is what I mean. You use a library that wraps use effect, so you don't write use effect. No, but the initial, uh, I'd have to, I'd have to look at it again. But I thought we were using a use effect for that, or it could have been replaced by something in Next some kind of functionality and next actually you're right um, cuz the um, use query is a pre-built query is a tanner tree build okay so that makes sense Anthony, are, are you listening yeah. what to the speaker cuz there's like, like i can hear oh, i can hear ourselves talking on you sorry. Is there an echo? okay um let me just turn my mic off and see if i can turn that bluetooth off oh that was yeah it was burn up yeah got it cool cool but yeah, so I'll drop a link. There's things going on with Tanstack query and use effect, but um, not super super important. I think we got um, we folks we got T Toby and then Brad. We got a whole bunch of people coming up. Another million team member. What's up, Toby? You want to introduce yourself? Um, yeah, thank you, thank you very much, uh, Anthony. Um, yeah, I'm Toby Loba, and um, yeah, I'm a developer advocate at Million. I'm happy to be here. Uh, we were like on one of the episodes of um, JavaScript Jam with Aiden, uh, uh, with uh, with the um, team Anthony and Scott recently, and I've uh, been looking forward to uh, being on a space with you guys. Thank you, thank you very much for the support and love. For sure, yeah, super fun. So, what do you do, and how do you get involved with the project, and why is it the coolest thing ever? Uh, yeah, what I do on the project, right? Yep. Is that yep, what you yep. Well, and like how you heard yeah. about it, like how'd you get involved in it, and then yeah, what you do. Yeah, yeah, it was it was like a crazy experience. I just like saw it on Daily Dev one time, and I read, I just clicked on, uh, okay, yeah, new virtual DOM makes your React application seventy percent faster. So I clicked on it, went to, um, I think it was the docs then. Then I read about, then I read on uh, on how to set it up. So I just like picked up a Vue project and. I tested it on it, and, and it was crazy. I could um, I couldn't even fathom how it was working, but I knew that it was like some optimization thingy. So I reached out to uh, I joined the community on Discord, and I reached out to Adrian. So we said like a mini coffee chat. Probably like said this story like over two million times, but <laughs> but every time it always sounds like a new story. So um, so yeah, that that was how it pretty much happened, and everything I'm saying happened like this year, earlier this year or something. So. Yeah, it was it was a it was a crazy um experience getting to onboard myself on the project and you know, even understand to some some level I still don't understand the entire scope of it. I'm not sure any new person that project does except Adrian. But but yeah, that's that's pretty much um how I got to be on the project. And then Adrian told me that he needed them Devrel um that we, the project needed Devrel help then. So that was how I was just like okay I could fill in for this role and um and use my skills to help out. So that was how I joined the project. 
very cool. Aiden, why did you want to recruit or like when you when he came up and he was like, I want to do this, like what were your thoughts in terms of like how can I like best utilize community members? Like did you kind of have a plan or were you just like go and do stuff? Um, okay, to be frank, I, I didn't have a plan and I still don't have a plan. Um, like I realized there was a problem, right? There, the problem is that there is a lot of stuff to do that's not just engineering and I can't do this alone. Um, and, and with any open source project, when there's a lot of people that wants to use it, you want people to help you with it. And so Toby has been like a really big help in growing our community efforts. And so like um, talking to people, uh, setting up like Discord channels and uh, stuff like Twitter, like all the social media marketing that I don't understand. Um, but yeah, he's been a huge help there and he's great. He's honestly great. Super sweet. It's awesome. Hey, you know, and that's, <clears throat> I was, I totally lost my train of thought. Go ahead. It's out of here. It's out of here. Just about like community and how there's more things to do than he was able to do. And like, that's a great place to be. Some of these people are excited. And then also, someone can come in who doesn't necessarily need to have all the technical context to do meaningful work. Yeah. Oh, I remember what I was going to say now. Yeah. I was just going to say that <clears throat> anything that uh, is a big, it, anything that's worth doing, right. You're going to need more people to help you. You can't do it on your own. Anything that's going to be of any size. I want right? to win a solitaire tournament. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you need a team of people to help you. <laughs> Coach, come on, bro. Uh, but yeah, you 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 you're gonna want to have people to you know to help you. You're gonna you're, or you're gonna have to have people to help you. So yeah, I think it's awesome. And and I think you know, Aiden. I think man, you specifically just for me getting to talk to you during a podcast and I'm here and something like that. I just uh, I want to tell you that I appreciate. Um, I feel like you're, you're very humble, so I really appreciate uh, your humbleness and um, just your ability to, you know, admit to things that you're not good at or, um, you know, things like that, that, you know, and then to, to shine a light upon others that obviously are helping you like Toby. Uh, I think it's, it's very respectable and, and I think it's going to take you far uh, if you keep that attitude. It's awesome. So appreciate you wise elders giving you advice <laughs> yeah i really appreciate it guys <laughs> yeah no, it's just great like things that get organic traction you know i find that usually happens because it actually solves a real problem and it does something in a way that gets people excited it's like we got a new person potentially coming up uh brad have you said hey yet i don't think so hey no, not got, not got a chance to. I had to, I had to drop out before because I somehow got into the weird uh, Twitter void. Oh God, yeah. Where I could only, I, I could only hear Jason <laughs> this time. It wasn't, it wasn't you. I think it was Twitter purgatory. Last time, I'm not sure. So yeah, I had to drop <laughs> Twitter out. Purgatory. Yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah. I'm, um, I saw the the newsletter that that Aiden was going to be here, so um, I made a couple of questions. If I uh, noted down a couple of questions, yeah. if I. Could ask him. I awesome. don't want to take up too much time. I'm sure no, you're good, man. Take it up. up but... 
Take it up, bro. Sure. So um, I think they're pretty simple stuff. But first off, is like from uh, you know, releasing Million JS, well, the current status of Million JS. Um, do you have any like, examples you could share with us of, say, you know, companies or you know, teams that have used it to resolve a specific, sorry, to solve like a specific view, uh, a specific issue, or something like that? Or uh, I don't know if I've been uh, specific enough there, but. Yeah, um, one of them is Wise. I actually uh, worked on their product last summer. Um, and so I got to integrate. In, so one of the issues they were having was like, um, they had a lot of data they need to load for like, um, by cameras. Like imagine like smart home cameras, but like for a web view. Um, and it was slow because, not only because of their data, but also because of their UI was just garbage. Um, and so, Kind of cleaning that up with Million and um, implementing that was like a big, big improvement in Lighthouse scores and also user experience. Um, but right now, with the current version of Million, um, there there are there have been users that have been reached like trying to reach out. Um, they're mostly freelance workers. So like, <laughs> I remember one one of the ones I helped work on with someone, Alagi Bug with someone was like someone was working on like a like a Mexican restaurant website and they were like putting million there which is interesting i'm not sure if that's the correct application um but like yeah uh soon um there are some uh evan will be talking with uh what's his name oh i can't believe i forget ken wheeler dude um, like yeah (laughs) yeah yeah to talk about like how we can integrate that um but yeah like one of the things that okay. I need to figure out is like feedback loop, like how, who, like, I don't even know who he's using a million right now. And so thinking about how we can figure out who those are and reach out to them and yeah, see those use cases. Nice. Nice. The, one of the reasons I'm asking that is because well, I mentioned it last week, I, I recently started a new position and, and in the, mm-hmm. like, the front end group on our, on our Slack, uh, one of the colleagues shared a uh, million, million dot dev, million dev. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh crap! You know, I follow this guy on on Twitter. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, and and that's sort of like a, you know, uh, lots of tables, lots of data, and stuff like that. So I'm thinking you know, eventually there could be some application there. I think that's the reason this guy's sharing it. So uh, that's what I was you know, thinking. Uh, if you've yeah worked with any sort of uh, specific thing, no, that's that's interesting to hear. Um, uh, following on from that a little bit, like, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, well, I get more on something you mentioned before. Uh, I think it was Jason asked about like the the array topic and stuff. Uh, bits you're doing here in in like the core of uh, Million. It, have you got any like thoughts on maybe why the, the React call team didn't do some of those things already in React? I don't know. Is mm-hmm. the or what are your thoughts there? It's because most React applications are fast enough, right? Um, and that's that's the simple truth. Um, you no, okay? It's two reasons. Most applications are fast enough for React, and most performance problems aren't front end performance problems. Um, like for example, the first one, um, if you go to TikTok, for example, that's probably fast enough. Um, of course, they have like engineers to fix those performance issues, but like it's good enough. Um, uh, it, the only problems you really face are if you're on like a low end device, uh, or if you're outside of the U.S. and you, you're working you know, your, your, your iPhone or your phone isn't that great. Um, and performance problems are generally data problems. Like, like, uh, if you're sending like 
two megabytes worth of SVGs over the wire, or um, you're not SSRing your your React at all. Um, and so those are like the most where the problems are. Um, React is focusing on certain performance problems, like implementing forget, or like they provide like memory right. utilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's often isn't enough, right? Like what they're they're like mental model is kind of thinking like how can we prevent rendering in the first place when sometimes you do need to render right like you can't prevent rendering on a data table <laughs> you have to render something right um so million performs really well when you have a lot of rendering like you you need to render and, and put stuff on the on the user interface and so in that specific case um it's really really good right Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. And I guess that, yeah, I, I don't want to take up too much. The final thing I would ask if Sinus is like here in the Twitter space, if there's any special spoilers, I don't know if this was something that was going to already be asked, but there's something you could share about like the few the next steps or things that you're already thinking of doing with, with million that's maybe not, you know, maybe not totally public or you know, somewhere on a, on a tweet or something like that. If there's anything mm-hmm. you'd want to share. Yeah. Uh, right now, it's mostly like how how million can become more of like a stack instead of a uh, full stack a jam library, stack right? full stack jam stack. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I think Anthony. Got you it, just like, slap Prism on the back just... and then call it a day, right? Exactly. That's. I mean, that's how performance problems should be. <laughs> uh, Jason, yes. I think. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. I think Drex did come up though. Oh yeah, we uh, should hit Drex up. What's up, man? Just real quick. Yeah. Thanks. Um, okay. Um, so hey, um, good day, guys. Um, so your name's Drex. So um, I have a question for Aiden. Um, I don't know, maybe something that has been spoken that he has talked about before or earlier, but I'm just quite curious now. Why did you want to? Why did you start like million? Was it something that you were like you had to read a project and then project was slowly react and got sometimes to be done or? What is something that you wanted to do out of fun, like a side project or something? So I'm just quite curious. What was your reason for building Million? Um, the 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 real reason is I was kind of bored. Best <laughs> like, reason, I think. Yeah, like. Yeah, I think you said that I mean, on the all, podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All all projects start up as most projects start off as side projects, and when you make a side project, you're just bored with your what you're currently doing. Um. But like the kind of the kind of product vision thing is more like okay, why does React have to be slow, and why do we know don't have any utilities for this? Um, and then million is just the manifestation of how to solve this specific problem. Um, and I hope it's somewhat helpful to people. Yeah, and and tell them like this was because you were bored mm-hmm. when you were in you were in high school, right? That's when this started. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, nobody wants <laughs> the to most boring through, like, time of anyone's class. life. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I don't want to read To Kill a Mockingbird, man. I just want to, like, go and, like... <laughs> uh, actually, that, that's a book you should read. That's a really good book. That's one of the few books <laughs> that's actually really, really worth reading from school. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Jason? Man, The Great Gatsby, though. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, you'll you'll probably uh, want to go read those books when you're older. Um, <laughs> speaking from personal experience, 
also did not want to read them when I was in high school. Um, but it, it, I think just my, I guess, a question or slash advice or is having the knowing when to use this and what, what are the use cases where it's good to be using this? When is it worth it? Like at, at what point do you, is it, you're not suggesting we slap this everywhere on our apps or maybe you are. Um, but if, if it's not everywhere, then like when are, when are the points when you'd want to actually use million and what's like, your, what's your where, yeah, case? Yeah. Well, and it doesn't necessarily have to be that small of a niche. It could just be like, okay, so is it only when you have X number of, loops of such a size or whatever so if, you know if we're, if we're getting into the micro optimization or micro performance tuning game kind of figuring out when is it what's the cost benefit analysis trade-off because that's what i would do if i had a code base where i had some performance problems i'd i can't just put it everywhere right um because it's probably not going to help but if i put it like where should i try to focus on modifying my code and implementing the block component um because there is no silver bullet, no free lunch, all that kind of stuff, right? So, in the, you know, and you've already done some real world work with, it sounds like, with with Wise, so, and maybe some other companies. So I think having maybe those, uh, what you might call white papers or um, or kind of key, uh, use cases or case studies where you can show, okay, you know, we in this particular app with these kind of components or this kind of data sets, this is the kind of performance we saw that's kind of where that would be the next level beyond what you already have. Um, just if I were to look at this and say, should I recommend this to my clients that might be having performance problems with their react apps? Um, assuming it's not a, you know, one of the other problems that we've already talked about, but that's kind of like, th these are the kind of things I was looking for that I, I couldn't find um, just looking around on the, on the website and things like that as someone who might use, need this software or need this utility for some of these bigger enterprise apps that I work on. So just a, just a thought or a suggestion. Definitely. Yeah. It's something where it's something that we're trying to still also figure out. Um, like what we're currently recommending is just like, if you have lots of data and lots of UI, but like, obviously that's not enough of like a description of when to use it. Um, so what we're currently exploring is number one, right? You're saying like, how can we make case studies? I'm like, uh, Toby is working on that actually. Like how we can make case studies on like how we implemented in a specific project, um, and how it improved their performance. And number two, we're also working on like, uh, like dev tools, essentially like things that help you identify where performance is bad and where million potentially could be used, um, so thank you. It's definitely something we're working on. That would be awesome. Yeah, having a dev tool like a Chrome extension, that would yeah, be exactly. that'd be pretty sick. Also, you should build your website in Million. Looks like you're just doing it in React. Actually, I'm pretty sure I'm using like the thing that Solid uses, but like one level deeper. So I'm using like Solid's compiler without any signals. What to, like, generally? <laughs> it's it's yeah. I was bored, and I just did something really weird. Interesting. Oh, yeah, actually use the Babel plugin syntax JSX thing. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, because yes. I remember Ryan once told me the history of Solid, and he said at start, he just wrote a Babel plugin. Yeah, it's literally using that to render, which is, like, a very bad idea. But Yeah, sounds terrible. But, uh, yeah, I would recommend, like, just yeah. dog fooding. And you do point to a couple companies, like you mentioned Wise and then Dimension.dev. 
Mm-hmm. Actually, the Tejas is here. Oh, yeah? We can bring him up. Invite sent. Tejas <laughs> is a, a... Dimension is a sponsor of us. There you go. You already got a company sponsor. Look at that. Collaboration platform. Finally, someone built a collaboration platform for modern engineering teams. <laughs> yeah, if you guys didn't check out Dimension, you guys should join the waitlist. It's very cool. It's very cool. Um, it's it's project. AI accelerated, so it's safe to use. Yes. Blazingly fast. <laughs> hey, Hoss, maybe on, are you on mobile or are you on desktop? Because I, I sent the invite, but not coming up. So maybe either you can't speak or, or he's on desktop. <laughs> By the way, if you're on desktop, you cannot speak in Twitter. Looks like it's wait list where, which I understand. You, you got to do what you got to do, but I just want to use the thing. There's a repo, though. Interesting. What? So what is Dimension? Like, it's just a way to, like, get code in a thing and then do projects with it? Yeah, Dimension is... Okay, imagine, like, your project management, your chat, your code, your deployments, all in one platform. Yeah, it's called and, like, Discord. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. But Discord doesn't like integrate. Like, I guess you can have like a webhook for like Vercel deployments, but like, like being able to inspect those deployments and like see errors and stuff. So is it a deployment thing. platform? It's like, no, it's more like an integration thing. It just like puts it all together. Oh, changes here. Alright, yeah, one of those things I gotta see? just I gotta just like try it to get it because it's like a very general kind of tool. It looks like. Yeah. Um. Wait, can you guys hear me? We can. What's up? Introduce Absolutely. yourself and talk about the thing you built. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'd be, I'd be happy to. I just joined in because I was uh, been following Aiden. Uh, he's extremely good at, at what he does. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'd be happy to tell you a little bit more about Dimension. Um, typically, engineering teams use a ton of different tools to build software. Um, you know, we use like Slack, Figma, GitHub, Vercel, AWS, the list goes on. Um, and so we essentially figured out that, um, you know, there's a lot of fragmentation of tooling that happens uh, when you kind of adopt more and more tools that kind of launch by the day. And so uh, we essentially thought, hey, how, how, like what would happen if we built a unified product solution or like a unified product development platform, something like JetBrain Space, but we allowed you to like bring your own integrations and bring your own tools because um, most modern engineering teams don't really want to use legacy tools or bloated tools that a company like JetBrains or Microsoft is able to offer. They, I mean, they want to use kind of like the cutting edge of what technology is able to offer at that time. And so we essentially said, hey, uh, what if you could just connect the tools that you use today into an, like into like a single platform? And we offer um, even better benefits than what you would get uh, with a tool like JetBrains Space or Microsoft Azure DevOps. And so that's what Dimension is. It's essentially... You know, you bring your tools and we, we, we unify them. And some of the features we've been able to achieve and build out of those, kind of those, those integrations are, are honestly, I'd say, I'd say significant. Uh, if you want to give me, I mean, like, if you want me to, like, give you an example. Um, and so, like, this is, like, one of, like... I would just, the, I would just stop you real yeah. quick. And I would say, so, the pitch is awesome. But what you're saying is you took a bunch of tools, combined them together, and then somehow made them both simpler and better than they were before and faster. So... I don't believe you, first of all. What is the, what is the drawback? <laughs> all right, so 
Yeah, no, so um, I think we're really referring to making the engineering cycle easier. Um, and so let me give you an example. Um, you're discussing a feature in chat uh, with the teammate and you want to put that in a linear issue, right? Typically, you would kind of open up linear, create an issue in the right team, uh, go ahead and like, copy the data from like, the so it's like the, messages. The fact that issue management is also there is like a really big part of it. It's like you're really getting like the code is next to the project management. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, this is something that we kind of obviously discovered in the open source space. And, you know, I've, I've also built open source tools myself. So I know this problem is uh, when kind of like when open source engineers are trying to track projects, um, you know, GitHub issues is honestly not the best experience. Um, and people really want to use a tool like Linear that offers, you know, a fantastic DX uh, and user experience, but they, re but they can't because, you know, they want to stay close to the community and they want to have, you know, issues, but like with the Linear experience with end-to-end -end GitHub Sync. And so that's essentially what we built is kind of a way for open source teams to use a fantastic kind of uh, project management tool and project tracking tool that is end-to-end -end sync with GitHub. We literally kind of like, we've got like the, the depth of syncing projects with milestones across different repositories. It's pretty crazy what we've been able to achieve um, on the project management front. And so like, we, we think that's going to be massive for especially the, the, the upcoming commercial open source market uh, kind of who, who want a tool to be able to kind of obviously track their projects and roadmaps very easily, but also have end-to-end -end GitHub sync and stay in sync with their community as well. Um, and so, yeah, kind of that's, that's kind of our inspiration for building project management. But um, we're, we're still integration first. Um, we still support linear extremely well. Uh, we allow you to kind of bring in Russell. We allow you to bring in Netlify. Uh, we, you, you can connect GitHub, Figma, you know. Yeah, get an Edgeo collaboration going. Yep, like end-to-end -end collaboration. And uh, one really cool thing we have is um, we are able to automatically identify if a message requires a specific action to be done. If you want to say, hey, we should build XYZ out, we're able to automatically say that, hey, this message requires an action. And is you can say, hey, you want to create an LLMs? Um, so, like, I mean, I don't think I can disclose a lot about exactly how it works. But, yeah, <laughs> we, 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 we do have some pretty fancy stuff internally to make that happen. And that's the I big honestly, thing. That's not the coolest part. The coolest part is it's able to use kind of uh, GPT-4 to use context on your conversation and like automatically assign a person to the task, uh, like auto assign it, uh, like a description, title, like everything is pretty much automated from that flow. And there's a bunch of flows we have like that. Um, and it's, it's, it's super powerful, um, kind of what we're able to achieve, I believe. Can I say something real quick? <laughs> uh, man, so, okay. I was looking at your profile. You're are you sixteen? Uh, so yeah. I mean, I'm currently seventeen. Recently turned seventeen. Okay. Uh, that, that Were you homeschooled? Were you one of those homeschoolers? Did when when did you start coding? Like, geez. I started at the beginning of lockdown. So uh, I start off with iOS, moved to Flutter, then moved to Python, then moved to Rust. Uh, and yeah, I mean that's yes, well, what age? Sorry. How old were you? Oh, did you start coding? I was uh, thirteen, I believe. Oh, yeah, probably thirteen at the time. Wow, that's sweet, dude! You freaking, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, if this thing <laughs> ends up working the way you're describing it, this would be a really cool product and potentially very lucrative. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're launching uh, end of next week to our private beta users, and Million.js is on the top of that list. So um, maybe Aiden can can give you all some insights and some sneak peeks. <laughs> Man, I, mean, I can just tell with your your confidence, it, it, like your ability to speak through all this is just, just amazing, man. So yeah, it's awesome. Thank you so much.
Sorry, I didn't hey, Anthony, mean Anthony, Scott, I had a question for you guys. Is this your first getting feeling really old in tech? Dude, well, no, no. Nexel <laughs> doing create T3 app also being a 17-year-old. He was the one who made me feel young. So it's like, I already, I'm seeing this That's wave true. coming up of all these teenagers. That's true. Yeah, but I am, I do feel... That's um, great, though. It's because they're, they're web-native. It's they're amazing. like collaborative tool native, so they did just get it. They get open source because they gamed like they open sourced. Yeah, totally. Super cool. I love it. Thanks for building something cool, man. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll be in touch. We would love to get you on the podcast once this is like public and you can kind of demo it. Absolutely, uh, I would love to be here. Thank you so much for uh, the opportunity to kind of talk over here today. It's been I'm on the wait list. Sharing stuff. So put me at the front. Bad. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> put me at the front. <laughs> yes. Nice. Hey, y'all. I just want to say real quick, if you're just now joining us, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it. If you're listening to the recording, thanks for listening in this far. We really appreciate everybody here. Don't forget that we do have a newsletter that we send out every single week that Anthony puts his sweet little time into. I haven't linked so that much. yet. Whoops. <laughs> it's all good. Put it up there on the Jumbotron. It is JavaScriptJam.com. You can just go there to JavaScriptJam.com. Sign up for our newsletter. That way you don't miss out on all the awesome things that are happening in the JavaScript and web development world and obviously here on JavaScript Jam. So um, like you would have known, hey, Aiden's coming in, right? That's how several people jumped in the conversation with us because they knew. They saw the newsletter and they're like, oh, Aiden's going to be there. I'm going to show up for sure this week. (laughs) But a lot of these folks actually do show up every week because we have a good time. We have a great time. Uh, in fact, actually, it doesn't matter whether you are a beginner at this, whether you've been doing this for a long time, you're an advanced web developer. We love to hear from everybody, okay? So that's why we always say participate, open mic, right? Um, just request, raise your hand, come up, ask some questions, state some facts, opinions, comments, whatever. We'd love to hear it. Why? Because more value happens at that point. That's when we have some really great conversations, and I'm so glad that we had so many people come up today, ask questions, spark some conversations, because this was a good one, guys. I really appreciate Aiden coming in and Toby from the Million JS team and Tejas up here as well, uh, and then all the people who came up um, that have been with us for a long time, uh, Jason, Brad, Bro Nifty. I'm not sorry if I'm missing anybody else, um, and then some new folks like Drex asking some great questions. So thank you all so, so much. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. <clears throat> Be sure to, by the way, if you got any value from anybody that was book up here today be sure to click on their face and follow them why because you're probably going to get value from them in other places i think we'd all agree on that um yeah we love y'all so so much and thank you i greatly also, appreciate it let's keep check the out our new there. podcast site jsjam.transistor.fm oh okay right we should probably just like have a forward <laughs> like, we'll we'll, we'll get there this is a current is a stopgap until i get all that domain stuff figured yeah. out yeah, jam.com forward slash pod or something. Yeah, anyway, uh, don't go there. There's nothing there. Four, four. All right. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much. Appreciate you all. Oh, by the way, and, you know, if you want to follow JavaScript Jam on Twitter here, yeah, we'd love that too. Continue, Anthony, please. Oh, I wasn't saying anything. I think the conversation was still just just going. Do other people have, have questions? We're already a little over our time, but Aiden doesn't have anywhere to go. He doesn't have a job. No life, bro. That's that college life. No, I'm kidding. He's got plenty on his plate, I'm sure. Uh, hopefully, we don't have too much t- more time to take up of yours, Aiden. I know you've got things to do, but let us know. Speak up if any time you need to, to bounce. Yeah, for sure. Just one comment on Dimension. There is Spotify integration, and you can listen with your friends, so it's very epic. That's so tight. Yeah, we... we, we... 
we keep shipping stuff. Um, you know, like we want work to be fun. Uh, we we don't want to be slack corporate. Um, and so yeah, uh, Spotify integration is one cool way we do that. Uh, you can also like control like your music directly from dimensions. Like if you're on chat and talking to someone, you can just kind of switch your song directly from there. Um, yeah, pretty much uh, like a lot of fun stuff. It doesn't feel corporate. It doesn't feel you know. How I mean, we don't how use many people, inter for how many people work stuff. for the company, and is it is this there's someone investing in it? And obviously, you don't need to disclose uh, things. Six you engineers. Can. Six engineers. That's incredible. Yep, that's amazing, dude. Like seriously, you just you're blowing my mind. Every word comes out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like you, you, the way you talk, man, you sound like you're you're 25 and been running like two companies or something. I know. Like looking yeah, for an explanation. Like, I bet his dad was like an entrepreneur or something. It's like yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's not. There's there's no reason. Some people just got they got it. Dude, yeah, great. Do you want to talk about your funders and how you uh, managed to get their attention? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm happy to talk about that. Um, I mean, kind of, uh, I am Indian, like, kind of, and, and I wanted to raise from Indian VC funds because that's kind of what my dad recommended. My dad's a VC, by the way. Ah, uh, called so, it. I called uh, it. There it is. Called that right there. There it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, you are your own person, but that's awesome. No, it shows how when you get set up, like if you have parents who know like what to actually teach your kids, they can be successful. Very. I didn't get into tech yes. I was twenty nine. My parents can't teach me crap. There you go. There you go. Teach your kids tech. <laughs> that's the new website. Teach your kids tech. All right. Sorry, brother. Go ahead and continue. But yeah. So um, I was first kind of pitching to like a bunch of VC funds, pitching, pitching, pitching. You know, um, at one point I was pretty close to kind of saying, hey, like maybe this is not possible because I mean, my dad knows VC space. He actually used to work at Sequoia India. Um, and so, you know, um, he, he said this is something that's pretty much impossible. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I refused to like listen to him. I uh, kept pitching, pitching, pitching. And um, um, <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> eventually, <laughs> eventually, I got a call. Uh, I mean, I, I got a call with uh, Sean, Sean Wong Swicks, uh, a very popular, obviously. Oh, nice. Um, your your mic's just so, something happened to it, by the way. You're kind of muffled now. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, it's better. Sorry. So, yeah. So, uh, so I, I spoke to Sean, uh, and, you know, he's basically, honestly, probably the, the biggest reason. Hold on. I think, did you do a YouTube yes. video with him, like, a long time ago? Yes, I did. I, I watched did. that video, and I remember at the hard. time thinking, this is incredible. This kid's going places. That was a while ago. That's so funny. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I had nothing there. I didn't have a team. I didn't have capital. I didn't have anything. Uh, but I had a product and I had vision um, and I had designs. And so, you know, I, I spoke to Sean and he was like, hey, uh, you know, maybe Tom, Preston Warner, co-founder of GitHub would be interested in hearing this out. And so, you know, did I, you talk I, to Tom? I got introduced. Oh, yes, cool. I, I know Tom uh, very well. I, I spoke to him twice. Yeah, uh, Tom is amazing. Um, you know, I mean, I'm super grateful for everything he's uh given me so far and uh yeah no so i i spoke to him on the first call he, he said he wanted to follow up spoke to him on the second call and uh, that was when he kind of mentioned he's he, he's uh he's interested in investing and that was honestly the the, the game changer in my fundraise um you know because like all the vc funds i was talking to then were like were suddenly on to me saying you know we want to vc herd um, animals 100 so, percent herd animals yeah exactly exactly and so yeah so you know, um, once Tom was in, you know, uh, I was speaking to Antler at the time uh, and, you know, they said, hey, we're in. Um, and so, yeah, that was our pre-seed round uh, fundraise. And yeah, honestly, you know, it was it was also kind of crazy because I was doing it kind of during my 10, uh, my like kind of grade 10 exams, like my official board exams. And so that was fun. Um, but, you know, <laughs> um, I I mean, I've 
uh, I'm like we're now raising our seed round. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's uh, hopefully if if things go well now, uh, we'd have um, a larger team, and we obviously you know we'd be able to distribute this product to everyone out there. Um, and yeah, kind of uh, end of next week, we'll we'll know where things are going. <laughs> so hook your boy Aiden up with a, a conversation. <laughs> Conversation Absolutely. for some funding, brother. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, from what I know, Aiden's already been reached, uh, reached out to like a bunch of VC funds. So <laughs> hopefully, uh, I mean, I have no doubt. Aiden's maybe help him craft a pitch things. or craft a craft. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's something. You yeah, hundred percent. That help Aiden. I mean, he he knows we're super close on Discord and and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So totally, I'm sure you guys talk. Hundred percent down. That's awesome, dude. I'm impressed. Very impressed. It's so cool. I love it. Thank you so much. Yeah, super fun. So I'm, I have a vivid memory of watching that video and thinking like, how has this kid built this? And he's like this young and able to explain it so well. And I'm just like, damn, I was super, super impressed. So all the all the puzzle pieces come together. So super cool. And it makes sense why you get involved in something like Million because you want to be on the cutting edge and can also like work with a peer, you know? Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, you, you guys are pretty close in age, right? Like maybe Aiden's a couple years older than you, I guess. I have no clue how old Aiden is. He's probably 18 <laughs> I think, or... Yeah, I think he is. Aiden, yeah. is, that, is that true? You still there, Aiden? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, actually. Am I 18? No. You're 19. <laughs> I think you're 19, right? No, I'm 18. Oh, you are 18. <laughs> wow. I, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you guys are killing it out there on the leading edge, bleeding edge of things here. Super cool. Yeah, and uh, you guys are I making think... me feel old for sure. Sorry to butt in, but, but damn, <laughs> seventeen and eighteen, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. To be completely fair, like I feel like younger people have like the benefit of time, so there's like a lot more opportunity. Yeah, to random true. shit got, like I... this. I have three kids, a wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. time billionaires. Right. But my right. <laughs> but my time, my time back then when I was your age, I was not doing those things. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably spending it in other places that were uh just yeah, probably not the greatest places to be spending time. <laughs> uh so I I I think it's great that you guys are really focusing on something that you're passionate about, something that is going to make a difference in the world for people, you know, all those things. Right. Um, yeah. And you're solving problems. That's, that's cool. Really cool. But yeah, we'd love to have you back on uh, task if you'd like in the future, um, maybe even do a, a podcast together um, if you want uh, a recorded one. Uh, just like we did with Aiden too, so that would be fun. Yeah, I would love to. I mean, uh, there's um, yeah, there's definitely a lot to share. So I mean, I would absolutely love to. Awesome, we'll figure that out, uh, Anthony or I or whatever. We'll reach out in the DMs for sure. All right, awesome, sounds good. Cool. Well, Anthony, what do you think? Uh, I mean, if any, does anyone have any last questions before we start wrapping it up? Million JS. Now's your chance. Aiden's here. Toby's here. Get your questions rolling. This is it. 
just request, come up. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter the question. You're not gonna it's not no no question's dumb. And then while that's happening, everyone kind of give let's do Aiden and then uh, Toby, like what's your socials? Obviously at your Twitter, but where else can people find you on the internet? Uh yeah, if you uh yeah, my socials <laughs> I guess it would be um, Discord, I guess. Uh, find me in the Million community. So just go to million.dev slash chat. I'm very active on there. I get, I literally turned on the notifications both on my phone and my lap on my PC. So I don't miss anything. So yeah, you can find me on the Discord. On Discord. Uh, you can go to million.dev slash chat and um, yeah, stay to Discord. Um, then you can find me on Twitter, um, GitHub, or where else? Where else? LinkedIn. Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn as well. You can click the link on my bio and for all my links. That's my link free. Um, thank you. Links. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I'm Aiden Wybai. Uh, oh, sorry. Aiden Wybai on everything. Uh, that's Aiden with an E. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have any shout outs, but Toby's looking for work. If you ever want to hire him, he's a really good candidate. Check him out. Um, yeah, definitely join the Million Discord. Uh, if you want to just like post memes or whatever, um, yeah. All right, and then Tejas, if you want to give one final plug, oh, he's already a listener. Never mind. I think great, you that's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this was a really, really great episode. I had a blast. So thank you, Aiden, Toby. Thank you. Uh, looks like we did get Tejas back up here, real quick. Yep. But yeah, this is a really fun conversation, and like. There's just there's like an energy around around million. I think it's cool. It's got that fresh young energy. It's what the kids are into. <laughs> fresh young energy. Yeah. Cocaine in the can. All right. Yeah, go ahead and give your contacts, Tejas. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, sorry, I was disconnecting a couple times. Um, but yeah, um, no. So I mean, I would love to uh hop on um super excited for this opportunity today uh, also by the way i'm just extrapolating from the uh multiple uh kind of broken sentences i was able to hear when my internet was gone so <laughs> this might make no this might make no, no sense for the conversation but yeah um i mean i would love for you to kind of join the waitlist for dimension and if you want and if you want accelerated access uh just dm me i'm, I'm always happy to help out um, if you're like a smaller team building open source stuff, I, I'd only say you're, you're probably like the best fit for Dimension at this moment. So yeah, I mean, uh, we'd be happy to hook you up with an invite as soon as possible. And uh, yeah, if you want accelerator access, waitlist uh, or DM me. And yeah, I mean, I'm very active on Twitter. I'm also active on Discord. My Discord username is just subtages, the exact same thing as Twitter. And so yeah, you can reach out there. Or you can also reach out uh, to Tejas at Dimension.dev. Um, anything works. Um, I'm responsive everywhere. So uh, if you have any questions, happy to answer. And yeah, I appreciate this opportunity again. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Greatly appreciate everybody being here. Boy, like Anthony said, this was a fun one. <laughs> so thanks for making this fun. Really appreciate it. The energy is is live, man. This this, this million thing is, is a good time. Uh, yeah, I, I think we're going to hear a lot more about million uh, in the future here. Um, Nikki T's pumped. I can see that he's ready to have some conversations <laughs> and everybody else in here. So thank y'all so, so much. Uh, greatly appreciate y'all. And uh, we'll be here again next week on Wednesday at 12 PM Pacific standard time. And uh, yeah, we love y'all give the follows to all those that you get the values from. We love you and we'll see you 
in the next one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, who's got the screams? They're just so excited. You're such a silly, silly guy. All right. We love y'all, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace.